Welcome to a brand new episode that is all about your future and your finances. Today, we are taking a deep dive into the world of Social Security about the upcoming changes that could significantly impact your retirement. We'll explore the current state of Social Security, discuss the diminishing spending power of your current checks, and reveal the details of the 2024 increase. If you're a retiree, soon to be retiree, or you just simply are interested in financial planning, this episode is a must-listen-to episode. So sit back, relax, and let's unravel the complexities of Social Security together. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Welcome to the Financial Mirror and thanks for joining me today as we continue to work to improve the one thing that we can control ourselves. Here at the Financial Mirror, it is not about the numbers and spreadsheets alone, but about transforming and educating you on money so you can make smarter financial decisions. This is the first time you're joining in. Don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave that five-star review and a written comment as both go a long way in helping get more listeners involved in their personal finances. So I'd like to share a story uh, with you to sort of kick off this episode, right? I think that Social Security is is a very interesting thing, uh, but I want you to kind of imagine this. I want you to imagine this retired couple. Uh, we're gonna call them John and Mary for for uh, lack of lack of better names. Uh, but they've worked their whole lives, right? Like they've worked their entire lives, and they are now enjoying all the different benefits of their golden years, those retirement years, those years where you've just sit back, relax, kick up your feet, you throw a cup of coffee on the table, and you just enjoy all the hours that that are, are available to you to do whatever it is that you would like. However, like many seniors, they rely heavily on social security benefits to cover their living expenses, to include that beautiful house they live in, to include the coffee that is now getting slapped on the table, and to include the golf that John loves to play on the weekends. All of this is to say there is a reliance on Social Security. Now, let's rewind this. Let's go back. John and Mary were getting by in 2023, right? This whole year, they've been getting by. Um, But they were always careful with their budget. They're very conscious of it. They're very in tune to it. They do it together. All of these things, but they were careful with their budget and every dollar counted. Now they heard the news that, hey, social security benefits were going to increase in 2024. So what does that mean for John and Mary and millions of others out there who rely on social security? And what does it say about our economy and our society with this increase being brought into place? Well, that's what I wanna discuss in this episode. So I'm not gonna give you the answer on John and Mary, right? <laughs> they, they're very budget conscious though, and they do great jobs with the budget. So even you can see that you need a budget no matter where you are in life. However, what I am saying is that the this, this cost of living allowance, this COLA that, that we're gonna to discuss today, it is going to impact every single person that draws social security. 
But I want to dive deeper into it because just saying, oh, the, you know, Social Security is going to increase in 2024, that sounds good and all. But what does that mean for John and Mary? What does that mean for millions out there of you that, that are listening that rely on Social Security? What does that mean? And I really want to tie that back to what does it mean for not just your paycheck, but what does that mean for our society? What does that mean for our economy? And how, what does all this, like when you look at the big picture, what does it mean? So that's what I want to discuss today. That's what I want to talk about today, because this is a very, very important topic. And it goes much further than just saying my check's going to go up, right? It goes much further than that. So let's first off start with the current state of social security and COLA, right? Like COLA is cost of living allowance. And I, and we'll just call it COLA from now on. So don't think of Coca-Cola, just think of cost of living allowance, right? What is, what is this? Well, social security, uh, is a mandated retirement plan. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. If I'm totally honest, it's a mandated retirement plan. The government put into place, uh, because they didn't trust that Americans knew that they needed to save money for retirement. So what they did was they created this mandatory retirement plan that that mandated <laughs> there's no nice way of saying it. I have nothing good to say about social security if I'm totally honest um but this mandated so this mandated retirement plan I can't even get the words out uh this mandated retirement plan that you know you are required to pay into uh because the government doesn't think that you will be able to manage your money yourself so they kind of built this retirement structure for people to have something to rely on. As we all know, uh, it is a reliance. People rely on that heavily. So that is kind of, that's what this episode is all about. Uh, But right now there's roughly 65 million people who are drawing social security in America. And researchers are estimating that about 25 to 33 of Americans rely on Social Security solely, right, for almost all of their income, all or nearly all, 25 to 33 percent. It's a lot, almost, a you know, a, between a quarter and a third of the, the population in America relies on Social Security as a as for, for all of their income or at least nearly all of their income. That is a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Now, you can see how any any idea that, that we're increasing how much we're going to be giving this 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 you know portion of the population that that means something, right? It means something. Like it's good for them. Um, it's good for it's good for you know their their checks increasing because they need it, right? They need it. The the idea behind this and and where does Social Security and COLA like where do those overlap? Well. Cost of living adjustments, there is a purpose for that, right? They happen annually. Um, sometimes it, sometimes there is a cost of living adjustment. Sometimes there's not, depending on depending on the society and the economy. But what this is, is it is a federal benefit rate increase that when the cost of living goes up, well, this this is a a a very um the, the income is, is steady. It's the same every single time. It is a fixed income for this, this portion of the population. So if you're on a fixed income and the cost of living goes up, 
what happens? Well, if your fixed income stayed the same, you now have decreased the amount of buying power you have. Make sense? So when the cost of living goes up and you're on a fixed income, like Social Security, what they do is they provide a cost of living adjustment, which is COLA, which changes how much you make and increases. Um, it is measured by the Department of Labor's Consumer Price Index. And when that rises, that sort of leads to higher cost of living. And that'll, that pushes for the COLA conversation. And we have this unveiling that says in 2024, we will have a cost of living adjustment. Now, cost of living adjustments happen almost annually. Um, not gonna say every year because sometimes it doesn't change, but most of the time it does, right? Because on average, we should see about a 2% inflation rate over time. So we should be seeing something around that. Now, the last significant increase was in 2023. We saw an 8.7% adjustment. That's huge, 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 huge. And the year before that, in 2022, we saw a 5.9, which also was fairly big. And in 2021, we saw a 1.3, okay? All big adjustments, all big adjustments. Now, why like, why do you need this? Why do you need this? Well, kind of alluded to it, but the biggest thing is that when you are on a fixed income, you constantly are experiencing a shrinking in spending power. So now that inflation is, is rampant, like over the past two years, we've seen really high inflation. Everywhere you go, like like uh, me and me and my wife went out for breakfast this morning, and on the sign, neck right by the register was like, "We're sorry, price of eggs have gotten outrageous, and so our menu prices have changed." Now, the one beautiful thing that they also said in this sign of this phenomenal establishment for breakfast, they said, "As soon as we get the decrease in in price of eggs, we will change our menu prices back." Right. I thought that was great because I think, you know, and this is a tangent now. When I talk about Social Security, I do think a lot of times people, when they do and they have, they see these opportunities, these very small opportunities to increase their prices, they just increase and keep them. Right. Because you, you get people are, are accustomed to now spending that much. So they, they never go back. So I was very happy to see. I am curious to see if they actually change them. However, as of right now, I loved reading that. Uh, so just to share. But, Inflation has eroded, you know, just thinking about this holistically since 2000. So in the last 23 years, inflation has eroded the buying power of Social Security benefits by 36%, meaning that what someone could retire on and live on 23 years ago is 36%. They could, they could have, they could have bought 36% more back then than they can now, Right. Big difference. So look long term at this. Look long term at this. We are seeing a cost of goods being purchased rise significantly. 141%, right? Cost of goods and services purchased by typical retirees rose by a total of more than 141% since then, in the, in, over this time, right? driven by eggs, prescription drugs, heating oils, things like that. There is a lot of movement happening here. Now, I do want you to think about this in another way. 
the hundred dollars, uh, like a hundred dollars, a retired household spent on groceries in two thousand would only be worth sixty four dollars today. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's a big difference, big gap here, big gap here. Now, the average monthly retirement benefit for workers today is one thousand eight hundred and forty eight. 1,848 in 2023. What does it mean for retirees? Well, for retirees who have had, you know, fixed incomes, they need, moving forward, they need $2,023 moving into next year. They need $2,023 moving into next year. That is the the problem here that is the biggest issue here is that we are constantly seeing this change now the part that is is concerning is that we are seeing a we are seeing a the 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 level of inflation exceed the amount of the cost of living adjustment right exceed the cost of living adjustment so in 2024 there is going to be a increase of 3.2% in 2024. Okay. 3.2%. Do you see the problem here? Do you see the problem? There is a 3.2% and inflation is over 4%, right? So inflation is over 4% and it has been, it has been, it's worked its way down to where it is now. We were up around 9%. And we're starting to ease our way back, which is great. That's great. And, and, you know, hats off for, you know, the improvement that has been made in that regard. That's great. However, 71 million Americans will see a 3.2% increase in their Social Security benefits in 2024, right? 3.2%. That will increase the average income, the average monthly retirement benefit by between 50 and hundred dollars, 50 and hundred dollars. Look at that problem. Big issue. Money is worth less than hundred dollars because of inflation. And you know, they're like, but their income is only going to go up by $50, right? Like it doesn't add up. It doesn't, it does it's not like, is it good for retirees? Sure. Is it good? Is it, is it going to take away the pain that current retirees are feeling in their fixed income? No, no. Like they still, you, like if you're a retiree and you're living on social security, you will still feel tight on, even after this income change, like after this increase, you will still feel tight if you feel tight right now. Because inflation is still outpacing the rate increase you got. Now, will it feel less tight? Sure. But what I'm what I'm hoping to 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 land with this episode, like I took off on this episode. We you know we're we're mid flight, we're cruising, cruising altitude. When we get ready to when I land this plane, what I'm hoping you realize is that you still need there's still some things that you need to be working on. There's still some things that you need to change. Because what your cost of living actually is and what your cost of living adjustment is going to provide, there's still going to be a delta in the two. There's still going to be a breakdown in the two because what your what your your income, what your income's going up and what your price of goods and services is going up, 
they they're not on track. They're not on pace. They're 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 way off. They're way off. So, what can you do? What can you do? Well, that is what I wanted to to, to bring to light because I think that that's one of the most important things that that I can provide is that you need to not wait till this increase. You don't need to wait until price of everything continues to either stay the same or go up. Like you don't need to wait for that. You need to start this now, but there are actions that retirees can take to ensure that you are ready now and ready in the future for social security changes. Because here's, here's the, 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 the sparkle in the eye of everyone. If you can make some changes, you can make enough changes on a fixed income to still do okay, right? You can still do okay. If you can survive from now, if you can start making some changes now and survive until December and still have enough to prosper come December, you'll have a increase in your social security by 3.2%. And that's just icing on the cake. If you didn't change anything that you were doing in November and December in January, you would theoretically have a 3.2% raise come, come January that you could then start putting into other things that, that you need to accomplish, right? But the number one thing that if I could tell you that you need to work on is you need to adjust your budgeting strategies to accommodate these changes. Thinking back to John and Mary with the story I started off with, that was more of a teaser than anything. Uh, John and Mary were very budget conscious, right? They're very budget conscious. But the thing is, is that that doesn't mean that you just because you do a budget doesn't mean you're living on a budget, right? Living on a budget means I'm tracking my every expense I make and I'm ensuring that I'm not spending more than I'm earning. And that's utilizing a budget and and allowing that to to influence your spending. Some people will just budget to say they're they're practicing the act, but they're not actually living on the budget. Like if they go over, they don't care, they just track that they went over like but they don't actually care so that's that's what you can't do you can't be okay going over spending over on your budget you need to adjust your budget figure out the strategy that works for you and you need to live on a budget because when when you're on a fixed income when you're on social security these little cost of living adjustments are not going to match inflation they're not they're not so you've got to live under your means. You've got to live under what you earn, and you've got to take these cost of living adjustments to benefit you, to benefit you. So that's the first thing you can do is adjust your budget strategies to accommodate these type of changes. The second thing you can do is continue to stay informed about changes. This is what it is right now, this 3.2% increase. Next year, it could change. But you need to keep up with this. You need to keep up with these deltas of what of what inflation is and what your cost of living adjustment is, because you need to realize a lot of Social Security recipients out there in the millions of Americans that receive it, they're going to look at this and be like, oh, I've got more money now. But they were struggling beforehand. They were struggling beforehand on a fixed income with a 9% inflation and still living on on this this very small amount of money that that is is not changing like cost of everything is going up and their income staying the same right income staying the same so i'm challenging you to stay informed of these things to look at these different numbers look at these different percentages and evaluate like how much can i how much of a raise is this actually for me and 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 work on that 
And then the last thing is evaluate any changes to any withdrawal strategies if necessary to accommodate, accommodate these changes. So if you are uh, getting social security and you are drawing out of a retirement account, um, work with your financial advisor to figure out um, or retirement planning advisor, whoever you're working with to ensure that you're not taking out more money than you need because your, your social security check is going to go up a little bit, right? So if you're, if you continue to draw out the same and there's no change in your lifestyle, you're, you're, you're now drawing out more than you did last year. You see what I'm saying? So if you were drawing, if you're, if you're, if there was no change in, in social security and you were drawing out 4% out of your retirement account and you continue to draw 4%, but now your social security goes up 3%, you technically, you you've gone up 3% and how much you're taking out on the year. So just make sure all that lines up. There might not be any necessary changes. Maybe you needed that to, to get over the hump of where your, your lifestyle is currently at due to inflation. I don't know, but that's where the financial advisor could help. That's where your retirement planning, you know, advisor can help. That's where, um, there can be some assistance in looking at, at how that breaks out. So I tell you, just evaluate it, make the changes if it's necessary. If it's not cool, come January, 3.2% increase in social security. Now, with all that, I want you to know that change is inevitable. Social security is going to change. It's going to continue. I started this off in the episode and I really, I, I really don't like social security. If I'm totally honest, like, um, I think, let me not get on my soapbox, but I'll just say this, anything mandated, like, like you could, let me, let me, let me say this as nice as I can. You could build a better retirement plan for yourself had you not been required to give into Social Security and done individual retirement accounts, done all these other things. You would be living more lavishly had you taken all that money you put into Social Security over your working years and putting into some type of other retirement account. You would be doing better than the government managing your retirement. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Not saying that that because if you take Social Security away for all the people that put into it, they did that that was their option that's that's one like you can't take it away but we can start to educate and teach people that it's not something you should rely on like you can live a much better life in retirement if you don't rely on social security that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying so four things four things that i want to wrap this up with uh as you you know as we just wrap up this whole landscape of social security remember Knowledge is power when you are working on your financial future. You've got to stay in the know. You can't let finances just happen. Finances don't just happen. You need to stay in the know. That's the reason why I started the Financial Mirror. That's the reason why I do these episodes every week. That's the reason why I release this content because I want you to have the knowledge. I want you to have the knowledge because like I started at the beginning, Financial Mirror is not about numbers and spreadsheets. It's not about all that. It's about transforming and educating you on money so you can make smart decisions. In the absence of this episode, in the absence of everything, over time, I'm hoping that these episodes, these these segments all start to tie together and you have the knowledge to make the best financial decisions for you in your situation. So that's the first thing I challenge you with. If you're on Social Security, if you're on a fixed income, you staying in the know is important. Second thing I want to leave you with Seek accountability and support from others. Seek accountability and support from others. 
if there's if you need a financial coach, I can be a financial coach. Go to financialmirror.org, hit book now in the middle of the screen, and we'll get started with a free consultation just to see if a financial coach is right for you. But seek accountability and support from others. Reach out to your family. Reach out to your friends. Say, hey, I'm having a I'm dealing with this spending problem and I got to get it under control. I can't live. I can't, I cannot continue to live the way I am because I can't afford it. I can't afford it. So you've got to seek accountability and support from others. Support is them encouraging you. Accountability is them telling you what you're doing is not going to meet the goal. There, there's two different approaches, but you need both. You need something, someone, somehow you need accountability and you need support. You need people that are going to encourage you, but you also need people that's going to hold you accountable. Accountability hurts sometimes. Support feels good. Support is that uplift. Accountability is the realization. Okay. So you need both. Next thing I want to leave you with is celebrate milestones and stay motivated. You've got to celebrate the milestones. When you change that budget item because you're you're making the changes right now, getting ready for this social security change, celebrate it. Celebrate it. Last thing is encourage you to take action and invest in personal growth. Continue to give back to yourself. Continue to to grow in personal finance knowledge, continue to grow in, in life knowledge, continue to grow in your career knowledge, continue to grow, continue to develop, continue to feed yourself because that is that is a, a growth piece uh, that you need. And I hope that this episode has really hit home for a lot of people. I really do. I hope that this episode has has brought to light because I don't like it doesn't matter if you are on Social Security or you're not on Social Security right this minute there's a chance that you will be on social security in the future or in the next few years. Right? So what I'm hoping to do is that is to just broaden your idea, broaden your horizon, because these still, these same concepts that I'm talking about with social security, that looking at your little 2% income increase at your job every year, whatever that percent is that they're increasing your income, more than likely it's also not matching inflation, right? It's also not matching inflation. So regardless of income type, right? Regardless, if your income is not matching the cost of inflation, you are having a decrease in buying power, right? So Social Security irrelevant here, the same concepts apply. So I hope that I hope that that you get something out of that, regardless if you're a Social Security uh, recipient or not. Uh, like I said earlier, if you do need a financial coach, you can always head over to my website, thefinancialmirror.org. Little button, in, little black button in the middle says "Book Now." Just hit that. Sign up for a free consultation happy, happy, happy to just sit down about 15 minutes of your time just to understand what you're looking for. And can I help? It's that easy. We'll talk about what you're looking for. And can I help? You don't have to unveil all of the, 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 you know, details of everything, what you're looking for financially. And can I help you get there? So we're going to discuss super easy, super pain free, and we'll get there. If you do want to support the stream, if you do want to give back, head over to the website. Uh, you can hit shop or you can go to thefinancialmirror.org uh, forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. Always a support. Always, you know, great to, to um, have have new pieces, uh, new people, you know, rocking the financial mirror gear. So it's always good to see. Um, but just head over there and pick up some awesome financial mirror gear. All, all the, the proceeds go back to the stream. Just continue to grow and improve. I appreciate everyone tuning in today. I truly appreciate it. And I hope that you got something out of this, this episode. 
I hope you got something out of this because in the end, this is the type of information that you can lean on and rely on, right? Because what we need to do is continue to grow together around our personal finances. I'm not here to make you feel bad. I'm not here to to do anything other than educate you on money so you can make smart financial decisions. That's all I'm here to do. And I hope that you take that. I hope that you run with it. hope that you make something out of it. Because if you listen to an episode every single week and you take one thing away and apply it to your life, that was a cost-free way and you improved your life. Didn't cost you a dime to watch the episode. Didn't cost you a dime to listen to the episode. Take one thing, apply it to your life, and your life will improve financially. It will. One thing at a time. One thing at a time. If If you're enjoying this, don't forget to like the video, like the podcast, share the podcast, share the video and subscribe to the channel. Leave that five-star review and a written comment on, on Spotify and Apple podcasts. Leave that comment on uh, YouTube just to let everyone else know that you're getting something from the show uh, and that they, that they should take the time to, to listen as well from that. Hope you enjoyed the, the episode. Hope you got something out of it. If you have any questions, you can always leave that in the comment section. Uh, happy to answer those for you. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.